Hey everyone, it's me. I'm coming to you a little unconventionally today. I'm in my car and it's funny because I just got back from a trip to California and I <laughs> hadn't edited this week's podcast episode. I had a sort of plan for which one I wanted to put out an interview, but I didn't edit it. My plan was to edit it on the plane and then my plan was to edit it on the plane back home because I didn't do it on the plane there. And both times I felt a resistance to kind of do that. So I got back to New York today, well last night, late last night with no podcast ready to go that was supposed to come out today. And I think probably the reason I was feeling so much resistant towards it was because I need to come on today and just talk and do a little solo cast for you. So now I'm recording this in my car. I feel compelled to just pull over to talk for a little bit and to tell you about my trip and to tell you about what I'm feeling today. So I went out to California first and foremost because I have been a part of Amanda Bucci's coaching program, FCA, FCA, and now FCI, which is Flourish and Conquer Accelerator and Flourish and Conquer Incubator, which is basically a coaching program for coaches. So through this program, I've been able to build my business, learn about myself, work through my own limiting beliefs, my own mindset blocks, um, figure out strategies, and basically just do deep work on myself and on my business. Now, this weekend, I had two live events with Amanda and her team and my other coaches, and we dug deep onto a lot of those things, and also just it was a, a nice way for us to get together since, like the coaching I do, that coaching is all virtual. So it was a nice way to just get to know each other a little bit more. So I got into LA on Thursday night and on Friday I had an all-day event with my coaches and we had a really great time. I worked on so much strategy and some mindset blocks as well and made a plan for the rest of the year. So I'm really, really excited for what the rest of the year holds for my company, for my coaching, for the podcast, um, for content in general. I have so much fun stuff planned and I'm really, really excited to share it with you guys. So that was Friday and it was amazing. And then Saturday, I went to the beach <laughs> with my coaching friends, which was so much fun. But later in the evening, we had another event for the coaching program that I'm in. And this one was a little bit more casual. It was more of a meet and greet, but we did one exercise that literally the pretty much singular exercise that we did as part of this four hour event was so powerful for me. And I wanted to come on and talk about it a little bit because it brought some stuff up. So basically the gist of the exercise was that you got into a group of three people and each person had 10 minutes to just talk about what's on their mind and nobody else could respond. So basically you were forced to talk for 10 minutes. And so even if you thought you ran out of things to say, you had X amount of minutes left. So you'd probably come up with something more that you could go and just keep talking, keep expanding upon it. And as soon as they told us about this exercise, <laughs> immediately I was like, I'm going to cry. And I didn't even necessarily know what I was going to say, but I felt like so, I felt so relieved that I could speak and that I could talk without having to worry about what people think. So I did my exercise. I was lucky enough to do it with two close friends of mine from the coaching program. And I went second and... The first, the first 10 minutes I held space for someone else and it was really amazing. And then the second 10 minutes I talked and I just cried for most of it. I just cried. 
And we were at an event for business, but what's kind of funny is that no one in our group was actually talking about business during this whole discussion time. Uh, I ended up talking pretty much about my health. Now, obviously, I'm a wellness coach and career coach, so with my clients, I focus primarily on wellness. And while it's not necessarily health, you know, I'm not a doctor or a certified health coach, I can't coach on specific health things, but I can guide everyone towards a place where they're reducing stress, where they're at least looking in the right direction if they do have health-based things they need to work on, um, and when they're where they're just working on their overall wellness. And I obviously am always working on my overall wellness, but from a more specific health perspective, I've been going really deep on that lately too. I suffer from really bad allergies and asthma, and I have migraines, which have luckily been a lot better since I did start on this healing path. And, you know, acne, gut issues, all the stuff, plus anxiety, which you guys know because I talk about all the time on this podcast. And I got to a point last year, about a year and a half ago, where I was just like, fuck this. I'm not living like this anymore. I was at my old job and I was in so much pain every day. I would go to work and I would work nine to five and I would just, or nine to six, and I would be in so much pain every day, whether, I don't know if it was from sitting all day long or the combination of that and allergies and stress, and I didn't really want to be there, and I felt miserable, but I started to reduce my inflammation while I was there and do some protocols to help work towards that while I was there, and so by the time I left, luckily I had reduced inflammation, I had healed some stuff, I had worked on my body a lot, and also now was getting rid of the stress of that job and not wanting to be there. So around March of this year, I was starting to feel a lot better, but still was struggling so much with allergies and breathing and just feeling like crap all the time. I can't remember the last time I didn't take allergy medicine, to be totally honest. Every time I go to the doctor, the nurse will ask me, you know, when was the last time you took a Zyrtec? Or when was the last, or when I go for my shots, they'll say, did you take your antihistamine today? And I'm just like, Um, yeah, I don't remember the last time I didn't take it. (laughs) Isn't that normal? And it's not. It's not normal. And I think so many people settle for just suffering, whether it's mentally or physically or both. They just settle for, for suffering and being okay with feeling like crap. And anyway, to bring this tangent to an end, I am not okay with feeling like crap anymore. I'm over it. I'm so fucking over it. So I've been taking steps in that direction, but this summer, for some reason that I'm not able to identify, things feel like they've gotten a little bit worse breathing-wise. And it's not even allergies, to be totally honest. Like, I suffer from allergies and I have asthma, but basically I hold a ton of inflammation in my sinus cavities and in my nose, but also, like, far back near my ears. So... (laughs) So it's not even allergies where it's like I'm sneezing or coughing or something all the time and the antihistamine helps that. It's something that it's inflammation so deep in my sinus cavities that is causing me to not be able to take in full breath through my nose, which triggers asthma. So it's a whole thing. And it's been really bad this summer and I'm not sure why. And I think that so what came up for me in this when I was doing the exercise was realizing how how stressed out I was about this, which is normal. But in my case, I'm doing natural protocols. I'm taking functional medicine tests. I'm working with an integrative health practitioner and I'm looking outside of the box, which is amazing. 
But what it also means is that I have to be really, really mindful about what I'm putting into my body, what I'm doing, my stress levels, this, that, the other thing, and trying to figure out what could be triggering um, symptoms and making things worse. And it's so fucking stressful and it's so hard. And for anyone who's been following me for a little bit, you know, I don't eat gluten anymore. I took gluten out and I recently did a food sensitivity test. So I had been taking out a lot of foods from that too. And it's been really hard to pinpoint what exactly is going on. So I was sitting in front of my friend and immediately I was all up in my head with anxiety. I felt like I couldn't get enough air in through my nose And when you can't breathe, it's really scary. And when you're across the country from your family and your normal doctors and you can't breathe, it's extra scary. And I know that a lot of it is in my head. Obviously, I'll get to that. But, like, it's really, you know, for anyone who suffers with anxiety, you know that when you don't voice what's going on, it just builds up. And then you get stuck in your head. And then you're thinking about worst-case scenarios and thinking about it over and over again. And the situation gets worse. And a lot of times, if I know this is true for me, if I just speak it, if I just speak out what I need to say, then it gets a lot better and it alleviates that stress. It gets it out of my head. I'm not overthinking it and going over and over it in my mind. So that was one part because before we did the exercise, I was all up in my head about how I felt like I couldn't breathe. And then we did this exercise and I immediately started crying and it was it was insane. I felt the breath like finally come through me because I was crying because like through crying, I was basically like, cause you know how, when you cry, you snot. So I'm like opening up my sinus cavities because I'm crying. I'm like loosening up all the snot and all the crap that's in my, sorry, this is gross, but that's in my, in my head. And it felt so much better. But then through the actions of crying too, I, my body was like, shaking almost like you know when you cry in your chest like you feel it in your chest and you're you're actually letting it out you can feel it physically throughout your whole body and then when you finish a really good cry you feel like a sense of relief almost and you're like yeah I needed that I feel really good right now I feel relaxed um you always feel like more relaxed after you after you have a good cry so I could feel my body going through this process and I realized how much stress I was holding onto about all of this. I mean, just about everything, but about this issue in particular. And so first of all, one of the big things that came up for me was how oftentimes we don't realize how much stress we're holding onto until we go through something that forces us to release it. Now, like I've been learning about the stress cycle and doing some research on that. And a lot of animals when they go through a stressful situation so for instance like imagine a cat almost gets hit by a car or something the cat will go into a of course a period of stress they will go into a period of shock and then after that that experience is over the animal will shake they will just shake until everything comes out and we as humans don't let ourselves go through that sp- stress response cycle and actually come out of it as much as we think we are. A lot of times we just deal with the stress, push it down. Deal with the stress, push it down. We don't actually experience the emotions. We don't let our body go through the act of like releasing that stress. So actually I'm forgetting forgetting a part of the story too, which is on Friday um, at the workshop that I was at, we also did this like dance therapy thing where we were shaking our bodies and moving and 
releasing that stress and just getting things going. So I feel like I definitely loosened shit up on Friday. And then Saturday I got there and they told me to talk for 10 minutes and I just started crying. Like I actually let it all out. I fully released everything that was in my head. And so, so the lesson here that I really learned was to make sure that I am, I am actually letting this stress go. I am talking about it. I am not just pushing it down and Because we're not, you know, when we push down stress or we say everything's fine and we just brush past it, we're still storing that in our body. We're not actually letting go of it. And that is very detrimental to us because it makes things so much worse. So anyway, I felt like I could finally breathe again. I felt like I could get the air in through my lungs. I felt so much better after crying and I realized that a lot of it was yeah, okay, I'm having trouble breathing, but part of this is the emotional weight that I'm holding onto it and the stress that comes along with it. And I realized too that I had been so scared to talk about this. It's not really a scary thing, but the last few times, I remember the last time I got stressed out about this was when I was in Costa Rica a couple weeks ago. And I got a burger that had aioli on it. And aioli is made of mayo, which is made of eggs. So I was not supposed to be eating eggs at that point. I had taken a food sensitivity test. I came up sensitive. I wasn't supposed to be eating eggs. And they gave me... First, they gave me a burger wrong order. Then they gave me another burger still wrong. (laughs) Also had aioli on it. But I didn't realize that they put aioli on it, so I took a bite of it. And then I got a little freaked out, but I put the burger down. It wasn't a big deal, but I still needed another one. Now, I was on vacation with a group of... 20 people and you know several of us were sitting at this table while this was happening and it was like a casual burger place in and out by the pool no big deal you could just go up to the counter and ask for another burger well yeah it would take some time for you for them to make it but it was pretty easy to get one so my mom at that point I'm like oh my god they messed my order up again oh I'm feeling really frustrated and what I noticed was the feelings that I was putting on myself Because I was just fully projecting and fully thinking about what other people might think of me. I was worried that people would think I was high maintenance, uptight, crazy, difficult. These are the words that I was putting on myself. Because I always feel that I don't want to be an inconvenience in in a way. By having to request a special meal or send my order back three times because they did it wrong. And so in this instance, my mom actually went... She was like, okay, I'm going to go get a new burger for you. And she stood there and she watched them make it. Mom's to the rescue. But I sat back at the table with my dad and I held back tears because I felt that feeling of like, I just don't want anyone to think that I'm being difficult, like for funsies. (laughs) Like, I don't want anyone to think that I'm doing this just because I'm choosing to be high maintenance or I'm that I'm choosing to like just basically on purpose be difficult and create problems. And I know, you know, deep in my heart that that's not true, that I'm I'm choosing to do this because I'm choosing to not feel like shit for the rest of my life and I'm choosing to be happy. But so many people don't understand that. And this, you know, this situation, of course, goes back to my health, but I think that it can be applied in literally every circumstance. And I think in some ways it could be applied to business as well, or to our music careers, to 
what we're doing and we're so afraid of what people will think. We're so afraid of the labels that people might place on us. For me, it was, you know, high maintenance or uptight or difficult that that we place those labels on ourselves instead. I had no idea what anybody thought of me. You know, I was sitting at the table holding back tears telling my dad like I just don't want to be difficult. I just don't want to I don't want to be this difficult person. But at the same time, I don't want to make myself sick or I don't want to make myself feel worse by just sucking it up and eating the thing. I don't want to ruin the whole process that I went through of taking eggs out and then ruining it and eating it on vacation and not knowing what's going to happen or how my body's going to react. And I place these labels on myself out of fear of what other people would think. Instead of just taking a deep breath, which is ironic given my issue with breathing, (laughs) but taking a deep breath and saying, okay, this is why I'm doing this. This is why I'm here. It's annoying as fuck that I can't have mayo right now, but I'm just going to go back and I'm going to get the right order because I ordered what I wanted and this place of service should give me what I ordered and not caring about what other people think because I know why I'm doing this and I'm clear on my intentions. And I know that in the long run, it's going to serve me. So I don't have to feel bad about making other people happy, right? Because that's what it's all about. It's like, the only reason I was worried was because I wanted to make people happy. I didn't want anyone to be annoyed or, or be inconvenienced by me having to send back my order. Even though the truth of the situation was it literally mattered to no one. They could have just gone back to the pool at any moment or continued to sit there with me if they felt like it, but it literally made no difference either way. I was not inconveniencing anyone. I've seen this in my clients too, though. It's a theme that kind of keeps coming up that we feel like that we're in this place of fear and we're not really doing what we need to do. Again, whether this is health health based, personality based, just simply asking what you need or whether it's about your music career and really going for it. We don't step into the place that we really want to be in. And we don't remember the intention of why we got here in the first place because we're staying in a place of fear. Fear of what other people are going to think of us. And we're so afraid of what other people are going to think of us that we just put those labels, those words, those harmful feelings on ourselves, And we feel them anyway. <laughs> we literally try so hard to, to avoid other people judging us that we place these feelings on ourselves anyway, without even knowing what other people think and without these people even having the chance to think those things. So we don't speak up. We don't do the things that we want to do because we're afraid. When I got to the exercise, when I sat down and it was my turn to talk at this event, it was my turn to talk for 10 minutes, I immediately started crying because I felt such a relief that I could talk for 10 minutes about my health and no one could be annoyed with me or bored or over it or think that I'm just repeating myself over and over again and saying the same thing over and over again and oh my god Katie I don't want to hear this again please shut up about your health nobody cares about the protocols you're doing and that's I realize that that's how I feel all the time and that's what I'm holding on to is this fear that I can't talk about the things that are weighing on me I can't talk about the things that are stressing me out because nobody wants to hear about it 
So when I sat down, I cried and I said to my friend, I'm just so, it's just so nice to be able to talk about this without having to worry about being judged. And just to talk about how shitty it is. Literally, all I said for 10 minutes was, I hate this. It fucking sucks. I hate this. It sucks. I need to just talk about how much it sucks and how much I hate this. We talk about so much doing, doing, doing. Even in my health, I always talk about the protocols I'm doing, the medicines I'm taking, how I'm going to fix this. But we don't talk about enough just how it feels. Well, how does it feel? What are you doing in your music? Okay, here's the things you can list off. How does it feel, though? Do you feel shitty? Is it stressful? Is it hard? Is it emotional? Are there limiting beliefs that are coming up? How does it feel? And if it feels terrible, feel that feeling for a second. Find someone to talk about it with. Of course, this is why I'm a coach for my clients so that they have me to talk about this stuff with. But we shouldn't be ashamed to open up. And we shouldn't have to feel like we're going to be judged for it. Because even if we are judged by whoever, then they're not the right person that needs to be hearing you out right now. Find a different friend, find a different person, find a different doctor, find a different coach who will listen to you and who will support you and who will hold space for you during this time. Because sometimes what we need is to just talk with someone who will listen. And that can be so game-changing. It can help you get that stress out of your mind and out of your body. And it can help you really get clear on why you're doing this in the first place, where you're feeling that emotion come up, and how we can actually move past that. And so for me, this weekend was, if you noticed, I was off Instagram pretty much entirely. And it was really a moment in time for me to take some space for myself and to let myself feel the feelings. To let myself really feel how I felt and acknowledge that that's okay. I'm allowed to feel nervous to share. I'm allowed to feel, I'm allowed to be afraid of judgment. I'm allowed to feel stressed out about what's going on. But how can I now take that, acknowledge that emotion and move past it? So I was processing all of that this weekend and really working on myself, with myself to move forward in a way that's healing and in a way that serves me, serves all the people that I'm, that I'm with, both family, friends, clients, and again, just allows me to really step into a place of power instead of a place of fear. And in order to do that, we have to talk about what's going on in our heads. We have to be honest about our emotions, even if that in itself is scary. So that's my story of this weekend. I wanted to share it with you guys because I feel it's really necessary to talk about this. We're all afraid of something, most likely, and we're all keeping it too much inside. So I encourage you to find someone to talk about what you're going through with or whatever is on your heart right now. Call up a friend, a family member, or even ask a stranger and just say, hey, I need to say what's on my heart for five or ten minutes can you just not say anything and let me talk? And then just talk and see what comes out. And you will be surprised at what comes out. 
and then see how it feels and see how you can process through that, how you can move past it, and how you can deal with whatever came up. And also, it's a reminder to let it out physically, whether you need to cry or do yoga or do breath work or kickbox or run or whatever it is, make sure that you do have that outlet to let whatever stress you're holding on to out. So both a combination of physically getting it out and talking it out so it's basically out of your head is what I like to say, will help you to move past this stress and this fear that you are facing. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. I know it's a little bit of a weird one, kind of just a rant from me, but I think but I'm really grateful to be able to share these lessons with you and I hope that it resonates with some of you and that it is helpful in helping you to move past stress and to cope and deal with any fear that's coming up for you right now, no matter what area in your life you're experiencing it in. If you are a woman in the music industry and you do struggle with this, whether in your career or your personal life, I would love for you to reach out to me to talk to me. That's what I do. That's what I work on all my clients with. So it would be my pleasure to help you work through this. But either way, now is a time for us to really step into who we are meant to be, who we are here for, and how we want to show up. So I'm going to leave you with that today. I hope you have a wonderful day, and I'm really glad to be getting this podcast out, even though it's a little bit late, getting this podcast out and really just sharing what's on my chest and what I want to kind of teach you and bring you guys this Wednesday. So moving forward, the podcast is going to be a combination of interviews and solo episodes, but I really enjoy doing these solo episodes. Let me know if you agree. You can reach out to me on Instagram at Katie Zaccardi and also tag the podcast at Out To Be Podcast. And I would love your feedback if you like these kinds of episodes, what topics you want me to cover next, and what you're excited for next on the Out To Be Podcast. So thank you all so much for listening, and I will catch you next week. (laughs) 